0: hello everyone today it's going to be a very fun episode because we will be talking about how to deal with holiday eating anything like if you're experiencing any type of guilt around that if you struggle with eating around the holidays all those fun things and hannah and i love holiday themed food so we're ready to go oh we're we'll yeah. going kind to of be talking about um the biggest stressors around holiday eating and how we can kind of combat that and then what you can do to set yourself up for success in the long run so you don't have to kind of (laughs) what's the word I'm thinking when you're not looking forward to something in the future anticipate stress there's like a word that combines those two and I can't think of it worry Uh... you know what you know what I'm talking about so you don't have to be nervous about holidays that's also not the right phrase but like you know what i'm talking about yeah we know you're not nervous but you don't have to feel maybe
1: resentful i
0: don't think resentful
1: well they usually don't resent it until afterwards which we're gonna go over why you don't
0: have to resent what you have exactly to start us off we we want to kind of talk about why there's really no need to stress about holiday eating in general. I know that there's a lot of emphasis from the side of like food preparations and like gathering with friends and family. And that's can be pretty stressful at times, especially if you're hosting, but when it comes and we won't, we won't really be talking about that. Cause that's, that's Just other not, issues to focus yeah. on
1: all but about food here.
0: Yeah. The biggest thing, we want to bring up or one of the biggest things we want to bring up with why we don't want you to stress around holidays is because these are only one day of the year there's maybe like three or four big holidays each year that include a lot of like eating yeah but it's one day of the entire year 365 days in the year 366 days depending if it's a leap year (laughs) and technical (laughs) yeah But this is such a small period of your life that you should not allow it to affect your life more than it really should besides that day. Yeah. Additionally, holidays are a fun time. You should allow yourself to enjoy the day, enjoy the food, the drinks, the friends, the family, the love, all those good things. Like we should be celebrating. This is a time of celebration, Um, not being miserable during it. Additionally, we don't want you to feel guilty eating any types of foods. All things as Hannah and I really preach, like any food in moderation is fine. We're not going to tell you to never eat pizza again. We're not going to tell you never to have sweet potato ever again. Like that's not how we roll in the shire. So- <laughs> no. And but- what happens if
1: you do say that is you end up just like craving it so bad that you'll end up just eating way more of it than you Mm -hmm. would if you just ate the darn mashed potatoes.
0: Exactly. Enjoy those food. Like, yeah, you're only really harming yourself when you kind of like hate on yourself later. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Well, our next little reason how to not stress is don't set yourself up for feelings of guilt by setting unrealistic goals. So an example would be like, don't tell yourself, I'm not going to have any mashed potatoes this year. I'm not going to eat more than one plate of food because that would mean if you did do any of those things, which you likely will in the moment, if you're surrounded by friends and family who are doing those habits or those behaviors, um, when you do end up doing those things, you end up feeling super guilty for no reason, just because you had that goal in mind of not eating that certain food or that certain amount of food. And then you do it, you feel like crap, and then you restrict some more, and then you end up binging on something else later. It's just that whole vicious cycle. So the best thing to do is not set any unrealistic goals or unrealistic expectations for yourself that if broken would send you into a spiral. (laughs) No good there. Yeah.
0: Yeah. And I don't want to like phrase it as you're setting yourself up for failure, but like you kind of also are. If you know in the past, you tend to enjoy these types of foods, which there's nothing wrong with that. Like we don't really have a lot of these foods often, so may as well enjoy them and have a great time. Um, But establishing those kind of like boundaries for yourself can be really harmful in the long run. And we want to make sure that that doesn't kind of seep over into your everyday life. I kind of, the last thing we want to note for how we can decrease stress around the holidays is planning not to diet for your new year's resolution. I'm sure at some point you have told yourself, my new year's resolution is I'm going to lose 25 pounds or it's like, I'm going to follow this new diet. Um, I'm going to be healthy again. I'm going to go to the gym seven days a week and exercise for like three hours. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Anticipating something as drastic of a change, especially around New Year's, can lead to binge type eating and kind of the anticipatory standpoint of that where you're like, oh my gosh, January 1st, I'm going to get my life together until then I can do whatever I want. And then you binge then. Or from the other side of the spectrum, you start being really restrictive and then you kind of drive yourself crazy and it leads to binges later. And then it it leads to more guilt, more shame, stuff like that, which we do not want to develop that type of relationship with food. Additionally, you don't need a calendar year milestone to change any type of lifestyle habits. Like you can make changes now. You don't need to wait till January 1st. When it comes down to it it's when we revolve around the sun like that's kind of it <laughs> and you can make like changes now you can make them in two weeks you don't really need to do it when everyone else is kind of doing it and especially if like your friends are doing a lot of big changes and they're like oh do it for me for accountability do it now like you don't you need to wait then I also like participating in those I just don't really do like extreme things that would make me miserable. Um mine is yeah. always flossing. I don't Ugh. know about you, Hannah. I'm, I'm so bad at flossing. Awful at flossing. Mm-hmm. I, it's been like my resolution for the past 3 years. <laughs> it's not working. It's, like- <laughs>
1: it's so hard. Like I I I do it. I brush my teeth every single day twice a day. I hate doing it though. I like dread brushing my teeth. I don't know what it is. Brushing and flossing and like using mouthwash. I don't know why, but I hate doing those things. <laughs> I always do it. I have clean teeth, but I hate yeah. it. Yeah. I think that goal yeah. setting is really great, but this goes back to the last point where we just want to make sure we're setting goals that aren't unrealistic because then again, if we're breaking those goals or not reaching those goals, rather then we just feel like we've failed or done something wrong, so let <laughs> not do that kissy <laughs> face. I'm trying to have a serious talk about goal setting.
0: <laughs> Sorry. Okay. What was yeah, that? I don't know how to act. I've been a weird mood. Like, this is not an ASMR. Scene. Okay. Anyway, we're gonna, sorry, and I didn't mean to disrupt your thought. We're, that's okay. That's okay. You want to say <laughs> Actually, no. I was done. It was just funny. Okay. 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 Now, how you can set yourself up for success in the long run? Because we are here to provide you with practical advice that you can realistically implement and provide you with kind of what we know all in this wonderful podcast. So the first thing is don't skip meals on holidays preceding like your big meal of the day. Like typically people do either a late lunch or dinner. Um, Do not skip meals because this will backfire in the sense that When you are restricting yourself throughout the day, you'll show up to the meal starving and you could potentially binge eat and then eat way more than you're used to. And also like your body's going to be exhausted throughout the day from not eating and your body wants food. So eat, start your day with breakfast like you normally would, or whatever your first eating occurrences of the day, and then kind of like proceed through the day like a normal day. You don't need to wildly restrict. Even sometimes what you could do if you know you have a tendency to binge, you could eat something small before you go to wherever you're going to celebrate because that will hopefully like subside a bit of your hunger so you don't end up binging. If we skip meals, the risk of binging is much higher and then you'll feel guilty. Yeah. And we, there is this, holiday should be guilt-free guilt-free <laughs> guilt is not an ingredient
1: no we should make that our like we're talking about how we always people who demonize certain foods get really popular because they have a very firm stance that they believe in our should be that guilt <gasps> is a bad thing you know how
0: Wait, you know how like gluten-free is gf what if we did like guilt-free, guilt-free. Ooh, yeah even though i know like guilt like Guilt free for celiac is like essential. I know that, um, but everything yeah. always says guilt free
1: like in a bad way, though. Like like on a food package, that's true. It'll say guilt free, even though guilt is not a part of the equation.
0: Right, you're right. We'll brainstorm. We'll yeah. We'll <laughs> we'll get back to you guys with something better.
1: We, we know can... you're dying to know what our yeah. This is our, our first draft. <laughs>
0: <laughs> what our our strong controversial stance is. Yes. Um, Okay,
1: our next little point here on how to set yourself up for success is to maintain physical activity if you'd normally do so. Um, Biggest thing I want to say here is this does not mean to use exercise as punishment for whatever you ate or don't feel like you have to do a workout to earn whatever meal you're going to eat later. That is never a thing you have to do. Um, You never have to earn your food. That's you have the right to eat anything and everything that you want all the time. Um, But if you exercise as you normally would, it can just make the holidays seem like any other day and kind of alleviate some stress, not only around food, but also if you do have that stress from like hosting or just being around friends and family, um, kind of having it be like a normal day in terms of your exercise can really help with that.
0: Absolutely. I don't really have much to add. Everything Hannah said is spot on. Yeah. Just don't punish yourself and don't earn your food. Yeah moving ways that feel good exactly additionally what you can kind of do to set up yourself for success is focusing on the company and those around you rather than obsessing over the food that's there especially if you know that you are someone that could be prone to like disordered eating type habits or even your relationship with food isn't great trying to almost distract yourself or focus on more of The positives there not that the food's a negative but not allowing yourself to be consumed in those negative thoughts around food will help you a lot yeah yeah and then our last little tip here really I think sums it up
1: well that just treat it as like a normal day as much as you can in terms of food like you don't have to stress yourself out about it in terms of like what you're eating it's just another day And it's just one meal maybe two if you have a lot of family <laughs> um but again don't punish yourself by starving yourself the next day treat it as a normal day the next day get back to your normal eating schedule your normal exercise schedule um get rid of that mindset of i'll get back on track on monday like just get back on track the next day like just get back to normal i don't even want to say on track because there isn't yeah. a track to fall off of Um, Just get back to whatever you normally do. Yeah. Um, And that kind of goes along with this last point here, which is to lose that all or nothing mindset. So kind of ditching the idea of you have to either be a hundred percent on and like dieting, counting calories, restricting, whatever it is, or you're all the way off where you are just eating whatever you want, disregarding nutrition in all senses. Mm -hmm. We want to meet in the middle somewhere where you are being, cognizant of your nutrition goals, but not going, not allowing some freedom in there too.
0: Absolutely. I really don't have (laughs) anything else to add. You're kind of going over everything I'm thinking of. So yeah, kind of, I guess the bottom line of this entire episode then is one, There's no need for stress around the holidays, especially with eating, because food is fun. Food plays a huge part in social settings. It plays a huge part. We eat for pleasure often. And this is a great time for you to enjoy that fun food that you might not have very often. And additionally, we hope that we were able to provide you with some tips If you do struggle with eating around the holidays, wow, you can combat this so you don't fall back into a cycle of any type of, like, guilt or shame or anything like that. Yeah. Yeah, I'd agree. I think I would say, like, the biggest thing for me, I would
1: say, is just, like, treating it like a normal day as much as you can. Like, just getting back to normal. Again, that, like, all-or-nothing mindset is often what sets us up for... Oh, not failure, but just not good feelings and thoughts.
0: Like a bad cycle. Yeah. Like we don't want to fall into a cycle of anything like that. Yeah. Agreed. Yeah. So okay. bonus question for today. I'm super excited about. I don't know. Actually, I might know your answer. Um, I have a guess in my hand, my head. But in theme, along with our theme of holiday eating, and this will be coming out around Thanksgiving time. Uh, the question is, what is your favorite Thanksgiving dish? Hannah, you can start.
1: Uh, you guys know I can't pick a favorite dish like for anything. Like I just can't. I love it all. I like him am the person who puts like a little bit of everything on my plate because I like to sample things. hmm I don't know. I'm definitely not a turkey person, so that's out. I don't like turkey that much. I definitely choose ham over turkey. I mean, I'll eat it, of course. I'll eat anything, but Mm -hmm. I wouldn't choose it if there was ham there. I might have to go with, like, a combination of mashed potatoes, stuffing, and gravy. Like, those three things kind of, like, in one bite.
0: It's so so good. good. Like, that nice savory flavor.
1: And, like, the smoothness and the
0: saltiness It's just so good. Yeah.
1: So again, I have a question love for you. All, do
0: you do wet or dry stuffing? Um,
1: uh, usually dry, but I honestly don't make it very often. That's not usually like what I make or bring to a party oh. if I was like doing that. And I'd never hosted before, so I've really only made stuffing like once or twice, and it was just like casually like for my own dinner situation.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, nice.
1: What do you usually do?
0: We always make both so um and I always I typically like I like wet stuffing when it's fresher yeah I like I feel like dry stuffing reheats better though yeah so I guess I would say dry then um yeah because over more periods of time I like dry yeah okay what's your favorite dish my favorite dish is I already know like people that are going to listen to this and be like Emily if you say cranberry sauce (laughs) <laughs> That's what my favorite oh, is the what? no no it's okay. not um my signature just i make like every year for my family is sweet potato casserole. Oh, I so am good. with marshmallows can, with marshmallows with brown sugar with nuts like the whole thing like i can make our sweet potato recipe like without the recipe cuz i've been doing it every single year for probably the past like eight years or oh my so. gosh like that's my that is my <laughs> signature dish oh um, sounds so good I love sweet potatoes and I used to have a pretty strong sweet tooth you know this because at Purdue I'd always want dessert <laughs> yes but that's kind of died off but like sweet potato casserole mm-hmm. one my people pleaser inside of me it always does well so I'm happy yeah two it's like really hard to mess up
1: <laughs> it's true so it's
0: always good yeah um yeah
1: I Ugh. love sweet potato I forgot man. about that the marshmallows and like the sweet like the super sweetness along with like the kind of like savoriness mm-hmm. of the sweet potatoes mm-hmm. oh
0: yeah so good if you don't want all the sugar or you're like diabetic <laughs> you could do <laughs> baked sweet potato that's another thing I was doing then yeah. you just sprinkle some on top True. But I do like the full, like I make it a mash and then I like incorporate nuts into it all. And I put nuts on top and like the whole thing. That is, that is my jam. (laughs) I feel like green bean casserole is kind of controversial.
1: Do you like that?
0: I was going to, I was going to say that what my guess was that your favorite one was.
1: Oh really? I do really like it. Mm -hmm.
0: I love green bean casserole too.
1: I love a casserole
0: of any type. Yeah. Really? Yeah i also love the like fried onions yeah i can eat those plain (laughs) they're so good so good i just love a mashed potato oh yeah potatoes are great (laughs) yeah i love thanksgiving food it used to be my favorite holiday just because of the food (laughs) i think it is mine it's amazing Mm -hmm. but i like christmas not that anyone asked case you'd like to know my favorite (laughs) holiday is christmas (laughs) i could
1: see you being a big christmas fan
0: Hence why you have to visit so you can see me like yes. in my element in Chicago during Christmas time. Yay. Okay. Anyway, we'll wrap up this episode so we don't just keep talking about food, <laughs> um, but we hope you enjoyed this episode. Um, thank you so much for tuning in. As always, like, let us know if there's something you want to hear us talk about on here. If there's a guest you'd like to hear from, we have a lot of really awesome guests in season two or our, our guest season one guests are also amazing but i think we have more guests appearance this season than we did Mm -hmm. last time um so look forward to that and thank you so much for supporting us and listening yes
1: happy thanksgiving
0: guys yeah happy thanksgiving and we'll we'll, see you before
1: christmas so yes
0: absolutely well we're not going anywhere (laughs)
1: no you're stuck with us for a little while
0: Alrighty. Have a good one, guys. Bye. Bye.
1: Thank you so much for tuning in on this episode of The Upbeat Dietitians
0: with your hosts, Emily Krause and Hannah Thompson. We appreciate you all so much for continuing to support us. In order to support us and sustain the success of this podcast, please subscribe and leave a rating and review. If you'd like to provide us feedback for future episodes and guest stars, follow us on Instagram at The Upbeat Dietitians. Lastly, you can show us support by providing a monthly donation using the link at the end of our bio. Once again, thank you so much for listening today and stay tuned next Wednesday for a new episode.
1: Until then, we hope you have a wonderful rest of your week.